Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Happy Thursday. Jackie and I are coming to you podcast only from the Music City Center, Nashville, Tennessee. Yes, we are. We're so excited to be in Nashville. We've only been here for 12 hours and already... It's just so full of life. It is. It's There's full of promise. Full of fresh air, full of country music, full of reasonable restaurants with big seating areas. With and banquettes. With banquettes. And, and no lines. No lines and just like lovely people, lots of handsome men. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know you were like out cruising. I'm merely an ob- observer. Observer. Yeah. Um, and there's a few single gals in our group, so I'm just on constantly being a good friend, looking out for the You're others. You're such a giver. That is what people say about me. That is what they say about you. Well, we have a really fun show for you today. We also have a really fun day planned. But like I love podcasting on vacation because we just come at you with renewed energy and spirit. It's definitely different energy and spirit. I feel like the fresh air I've received in the last 12 hours will fill me up for years to come. Yes. And speaking of being filled up, like I am so filled up with my passions, Mm. I would be RDH if I didn't let you know that the new episode of The Redheads is out now. I edited it on the plane yesterday and I was laughing in my seat. It was really funny because the book we chose, Snitch Chose, is like so snitchy and it was good enough, but when you have to start, like, you know, talking about it as if it's Homer. I know. It gets really hard. Yeah. So check out the Redheads Book Club. You don't have to have read this book to listen to the episode if you just want to hear some girls having a good time. And also speaking of books, I was, too, reading A Snitch's Choice on the plane. I had started it on my last trip, and I wasn't, like, taken by it, but I did, like, 50% of it on the plane. And it was really sweet. It's called Swear on This Life. It's Renee Carlino. I read The Redheads before we were strangers. Mm -hmm. uh, Renee Carlino. Renee Carlino is a fixture. Yeah, this one is good. It's like, it's just hard when you like really don't like the main character. Oh, it's so hard. And she obviously just has like a lot of trauma, which is why she's like kind of mean to everyone. But it's like, girl, be nice to your boyfriend. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure she'll learn. Or break up with him. Like stop stringing him along, you know? Yeah, no, I think Snatcher, she'll learn her lesson. Hopefully. Um, other than that, what else is new? We got spray tans, so we're literally, like, so truly this time beautiful, stunning, and smart. We are two Oompa Loompas sitting on a bunk bed in the middle of Nashville recording an award-winning podcast, and that is truly all you can ask from your podcast hosts. Yeah, yeah, I guess we are Oompa Loompas. I was trying to, like, I, I, I haven't had a spray tan in 18 months, yeah. literally, and I forgot how good it feels. Like, shave off those three pounds. The confidence. Get a spray tan. Yeah. When you can't tone it. Tan it. <laughs> is that a saying? Yeah. That's pretty cool. And I think that's like going to be, when people are like, what is your favorite piece of life advice? Like, and everyone's like, you know, be yourself. Everyone else is taken. Mine yeah. is, when you can't tone it, tan it. My favorite is rise and grind and listen to your body. That's good too. Also, mon plan, God locked. 
Oh, that's not advice. That's just a cautionary. No, that's like words of wisdom. Yeah, words of wisdom. W-O-W. Like, like, the, like the wise Russian proverb I shared at dinner last night. Yeah, Jackie was... <laughs> Jackie's just kind of becoming this like Russian queen. Proverbial czar. Queen. <laughs> She's becoming a Russian czar with like her Romanov itch and just like... She's really elevated her her interests in the last year. And if you're looking for any good proverbs, Jackie has a bank of them <laughs> in her mind that she can share with you when applicable. Well, at dinner last night, we were just talking about how so many celebrities, like just this price of fame. It's like if you were a certain celebrity and you reached that level of fame, like you would retire to Florida, like take right. the money and run. If you had enough money to live forever, you don't need to stay in the constant like in the real game. torture of, of fame. But the fame is so addicting. We were talking yeah. about Demi Lovato's documentary that's how it started right and so it's it reminded me because on the book I started this on the plane I started this book the Romanov Empress and it opens with a quote that's a Russian proverb that says fame and misfortune live in the same garden and I liked it but I do really feel like that it should have just been fame and fortune grow in the same garden I just think that maybe it did maybe it was I'll have okay. to get my kindle okay don't don't Quoting. Don't underestimate the Russian proverbs. No, I wouldn't, because I don't think they would make such an obvious mistake. Because you don't live in a garden, you grow in a garden. Okay, I'll get my Kindle later. Okay. I, hi- I highlighted it. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's a Kindle highlight. Um, we've got a great show. Actually, lots of celeb news, like, just weirdly going on. So, I think we should dive into it. We did not watch The Real Housewives of New Jersey last night, because we just didn't. We were en route. We were en route to Nashville, and then we had, like, margaritas, and it was just, like, not going to work. I know, and I didn't even, I don't, I think there is a TV in, in my room. There's I don't not know. one in my it, It's It's not being turned on. No. So, we've got a great show. Otherwise, we have a lot of pipeline news to talk about. We are getting into the pipeline because, you guys, we are at the center of the pipeline crisis. And if you don't know what it is, that's fine. I didn't know what it was either. And Jackie literally texted me before our trip. I was about to pick her up from the airport. And she said, do you think the colonial pipe Is that what it's called? The colonial pipeline. The colonial pipeline um, is going to be going to affect our trip. And I was like, LOL, what is that? And are you kidding? She was like, no, I'm dead fucking serious. And she was right. It is affecting our trip. We'll tell you all about it when we discuss. We'll tell you all about it in today's oil and gas news yes but without further ado do 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 where are you he's not here i'm so sad miss do miss brew miss the boys here are the past five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast and that is true jacks i don't want to oh we forgot to oh that's that's usually you that is me we have to make up for it um Today's episode is brought to you by Bowl and Branch. It is good to know what goes into your everyday essentials, and especially your every night essentials like sheets. We've been using Bowl and Branch for a while, and honestly, I pretty much sleep at home every night, so being not in my bed to, like last night really has highlighted the value of Bowl and Branch sheets, like how good they feel on your skin, how good they are, like how breathable they are, and it's just been really hard to not have them, and here's why. They're better for the planet. They, 20, there are 21,252 metric tons of carbon emissions saved by using <clears throat> bowl and branch sheets. They're so fabulous looking, feeling, and they're great for the environment because they're made of sustainable raw materials, organic cotton and wool, and responsible down. They use recycled springs, natural latex, so there's no harmful pesticides or GMOs in their products, and they're better for the people because they're 100% sourced from family-owned businesses. Um, over 1,000 factory workers are employed with fair wages and safe working conditions to make Bowling Branch, so you can feel good knowing that the sheets are working for you and for your community. Um, if you want to feel the difference quality makes, go to bowlandbranch.com and get 15% off your first set of sheets when you use the promo code TOAST at checkout. That's bowlandbranch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D, branch.com, promo code TOAST, Trust us, they're, they really are the best looking and feeling sheets out there, and you won't regret it. And they, they last, they're pretty durable. Like, they last a really long time. Love it. Love great sheets. Okay, first story. Colton Underwood says he was blackmailed into coming out. 
Colton Underwood claims that he didn't come out of the closet willingly, but was forced to due to blackmail. The Bachelor star says that last year, an anonymous creep claimed to have secretly taken nude photographs of him at an L.A. gay spa and threatened to out him, which prompted his decision to publicly reveal his orientation last month, according to Variety. He said, I, at one point during my rock bottom and spiral, was getting blackmailed. Nobody knows I was blackmailed. He told Variety that he got the threat in an email after going to the club, which he claims he visited just to look. He said, I never should have been there. The anonymous emailer's threat to use naked pics to out him terrified Colton, and in a fit of panic, he forwarded the message to his publicist. He said, I knew that out of anybody in my world, my publicist wasn't going to ruin me. The PR flack eventually sat Underwood down for a frank discussion about his sexual orientation. So, I mean, this kind of reminds me of um, in NICU tutorials when somebody had blackmailed her into telling the world that she was trans. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just can't believe that there are actual people out there who would do that. Like, that is moral depravity at its finest. Like, that is truly evil. Like, people like that are going to hell. Like, it's so evil. But I really am shocked that, like, the industry is really standing by Colton when there was really a lot of outrage when he publicly came out. Like, and now he's, this article, he's on the cover of Variety. Yeah, and it says controversial confession. confession. So I just, and he's getting this Netflix show, and I'm just, like, really shocked that, like, there's all this kind of push around him when the people really seem to, like, be on Cassie's side. Yeah. And, um... I haven't read the article, but I've seen a lot of press on it. And, like, it doesn't – it feels like he talks a lot about a lot of things, but not a lot about Cassie, which is really what people want to hear. Yeah, the other headline from the article is that he says that he experimented with men before The Bachelor. He said, I'll say this. I was the virgin bachelor, but I did experiment with men prior to being on The Bachelorette. He said, when I say hookups, not sex, I want to make that very clear that I did not have sex with a man – Prior to that, he also revealed that he joined the dating app Grinder under an alias in 2016 and 2017, though he's currently single now and is not on the app. So was he catfishing? Like, was he using oh, a picture of him? I'm sure he wasn't using a picture of him. Because he's notable. I guess in some ways that's catfishing. I don't know if he ever met up with anyone. Right. Maybe he just wanted to see what was out there. Yeah. I, I think that that's something that people would do yeah you know i'm just sure to people, see. i'm sure people in relationships do it too i actually know someone who did it <laughs> yeah um yeah no this is just I, like a very complex story yeah i hear what you're saying it feels like when he came out the people said like what about cassie there's there has been a lot of outrage but the media is saying we're going full stop on Colton. right like he's getting his own show he's on the cover of magazines which is like honestly for a bachelor contestant to be on the cover of variety which is like the biggest Trade. trade in the, in Hollywood. It's like literally on every person's desk who works in Hollywood. It's a huge deal. Yeah. It's honestly a bigger deal than being on the cover of People. Like, it 100%. is... 100%. It's a really reputable magazine. He is being thoroughly endorsed by the industry. All systems ago Go. were giving him all we got. And I just find that interesting. Yeah, and I also just would wonder, like, who does... Who's on his team? Because it's all about, like, you know, who do you Manager, work with? Manager, publicist. Yeah, like, I'm sure... I don't think the editor-in-chief of Variety is, like, a huge fan of Colton on the Bachelor. Right. So, he clearly has a team of very... Skilled. Skilled and high-profile people working for him. Yeah, and now with the Netflix show, I just think it's gonna really catapult him. And, again, I think I'm not the only person, like, struggling with how to make sense of this. Because yeah. on the one hand, it's a huge step forward for the franchise and just, like, the world in general. And it's so cool to have, like, this really kind of figure of masculinity come out as gay. But it's much more layered, as most things are. And there's a huge conversation that's, like, not really happening. Yeah, no, it's not It's not happening. I feel like people were trying to have it, but I 
also feel like, you know, the headlines decide what conversations we're going to have. And the headlines don't want to talk about Cassie, like, at all. No, they're leaving her in the dust. But Bachelor Nation does. Like, Bachelor Nation stands with Cassie. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that. Um, also, Cassie's a new boyfriend. I saw I saw that, too. I didn't know that. Yeah, um, he's a cutie. I'm really happy for her. She's just one of those people who now are live permanently in my list of people I wish good things for. Oh, that's so sweet. It's been so long since there's been a new addition to the list. I know, and the list is so small. <laughs> so small and ever-changing. Okay. Are you ready for our next story? I am. It's some relatable hosting news from Oprah that is just like a crazy story. So Oprah Winfrey is revealing the one big mistake from a celebrity interview that still makes her cringe. Oprah went on Rob Lowe's Literally podcast on Wednesday where she revealed one question from a celebrity interview she conducted many years ago that still haunts her to this day. Oh my God, like that's like when you do something when you're drunk and like it literally haunts you for the rest of your life. Yep. Her story was stirred by Rob mentioning he gets annoyed by the fact that current late night talk shows are so focused uh, around the guests playing silly games and that he wishes they would go back to a time when a fascinating celebrity such as Burt Reynolds would just sit down and tell stories. Yeah. Oprah replies, oh, Burt Reynolds. Oh, gosh, I have a Burt Reynolds story. She prefaced it by saying her memory was in the category of flubs in the world. Oprah went on to explain that the incident happened when she was much younger and interviewing Sally Field, who not only shared the screen with Burt in such projects as Smokey and the Bandit, but also dated the late screen legend in real life for a number of years. My big mistake, I asked her, does Bert sleep with his toupee on? <laughs> that is a shady fucking question. The own mogul recalled to a stunned Rob. I even say now, I cringe to even think that I asked that question because I asked it because the producers are like, you have to ask, you have to ask, you have to ask. That's what everybody wants to know. She continued, and so I asked it, and she went cold on me. Ooh. She shut down, and I could not get in again. Oh my God, that's the worst. You can tell, there are so many classic like interview moments you can watch on YouTube when a celebrity just stops. I mean, there's that horrible interview with Megyn Kelly and Jane Fonda. That's, oh my God, this reminded me of that too. When Megyn Kelly, and even though I don't like Megyn Kelly, I did think that Jane Fonda was a little rude. Only because Jane Fonda was asked a question by Megyn about plastic surgery and how she's like so proud she doesn't hide her plastic surgery. So Megyn was just kind of feeding off of Jane's story. Jane talks about it all the time. So it's like, but now you don't want to talk about it. It was hilarious to watch, but it was cringe. And there are a few interviews that like I will remember in time. I love when a celebrity walks off of an interview. When Kourtney Kardashian <laughs> walked up of, of some Australian morning show and pretended she was frozen <laughs> because they asked her about Kim uh, after the robbery. And like they weren't talking about it yet, which I thought was actually like a really rude question. Yeah. Um, and then also Joan Rivers walked off of a CNN interview once um, where the interviewer was just being like a, like a weenie, like, look, don't you want to, don't want to offend people? And Joan was like, it's a joke. Like, it's a joke. They were just making, like, she was pressing her on Joan, like making fun of women's dresses. And Joan's philosophy was like, if you're making $25, $25 million a movie, like I'm allowed to make fun of your dress. And the, the interviewer was just being such a weenie and Joan just got up and left. Good for her. She's I like, I make Joan. people laugh. It's the best video. I miss Joan but but it, I I feel what you're saying I that's so funny that even Oprah has one of those moments yeah. I feel like those moments are such a learning yes m- moment for people in the industry and now I'm trying to think back to like cringy questions I've asked and I don't think I've ever asked like an inappropriate question but we always laugh because so many times when we do interviews yes like, yes I just like stumble <laughs> no and then when it's your turn to come up with a question like you string together words that maybe don't actually equate to anything no 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 like I say it no 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 I say a statement and it's like but what's the question (laughs) so that's what I'm working on as an interviewer I'm working on not talking over the interviewee yeah yeah, yeah. that's a hard listening but you know what you don't become Oprah without 
moments Without, like that. Yeah, no, like you have to learn sometimes. And now, I'm sure she had an illustrious career where she never offended anyone again because she learned in such a real way. No, and you can't become perfect at your craft without making mistakes here and there. But it's it does feel good to know, like even Oprah messed up, you know? Yeah, no, it does feel good to know. And also Oprah's going on Rob Lowe's podcast. That's the other thing. Lots of podcasting news today because Harry's on, Prince Harry's on Armchair Expert. Yeah. And Oprah's on Rob Lowe's podcast. So I just think... The real takeaway here is that we're in the correct industry. A hundred percent. I totally agree. And that makes me feel good, you know, vacationing and podcasting. Podcasting never sleeps. Podcasting never sleeps. And you know what doesn't either? What? Today's sponsor, Olive and June, the best at-home nail kit ever. So they have the Manny system. It is the answer to Salon Perfect Nails at home. Their polish lasts over seven days and it does not chip. With the Manny system, each at-home manicure comes out to just $2.00. And we obviously have a code at oliveandjune.com if you want to check it out. The kit comes with everything you could possibly need. Files. They have this great little attachment that you put on the, the cap of the nail bottle that makes your hand really steady. So it's really good if you're not great at doing steady nails at home. And a lot of people think that they can't possibly do their nails themselves. Um, I've tried it, and sometimes it looks like you literally had your five-year-old cousin do it for you. And salon manicures are really expensive, and they always trip. So it's like, how do we make sense of both of those things? No, living in this past year, one of my greatest joys has been learning how to do my own nails. The Olive and June manicure little helper friend is so great. But also everything that comes in your Olive and June delivery, all of the tools, like yes. their filers, they have this like cuticle oil that's just a dream I on use your nails. it every night before bed. They have a nail polish polish remover that is so fucking fantastic you stick your finger in the pot Mm -hmm. you stick take your finger out gone gone it's probably my favorite thing ever invented and their manicure colors their nail polish so cleaning so stunning like it's everything you need and the kit comes in this great little pouch that i use for everything like it's just a great great system and you'll end up saving money because salon manicures are so expensive so if you want a new nail life it's here and you can get 20 percent off your first manicure system when you use the promo code toast at oliveandjune.com if you're done with expensive bad manicures this is the new you okay oliveandjune.com 20% off code toast that is a great great company olivia had gotten us those kits as gifts like three years ago and i still have every single thing yeah and now i got a new one when they started sponsoring and i'm like great refresher because it's so good yeah no i was really excited to get a new kit okay next story ben and jen's reunion is good for both of them now says a source we haven't spoken about ben and jen since last week people are like not you want to know why the words of my favorite TikTok, TikTok sound because I, como se dice, don't give a fuck. Like, I just don't care about these people. The reason why I, we talked about how they were like spotted together. The Interesting. Car. Interesting. Still, they're just being spotted together some more. They're in Montana. No, they're obviously together. Like, what? Like, I, you know what? I, I can't fathom that they're together. I really, really? Can't. like, I don't know what this is, but this is why it makes no fucking sense to me that they would be together. First of all, she was just engaged in an extremely long term relationship last week mm-hmm. okay like that's not something that you just get over but I do think that they've been broken up for longer than they said like with that whole Madison LaCroix thing I think they've been like broken up since then okay fine second like this is the man who literally jilted at her at the altar mm-hmm. like what are you doing I I unless they're making out like under the altar with wedding rings on their fingers I'm not gonna believe that these two are a couple well this would be like Jennifer Aniston getting back with Brad Pitt like after some man put you through so much 20 years later are you gonna take him back Time does heal all wounds, though, and, like, maybe they're past it. But Matt Damon went on GMA, and he was asked about it, and he was like, I don't know if they're together, but, like, I'll be so happy if they are. So, like, maybe they were a great couple who just never got, like, a true chance because he ran away with Jennifer Garner. 
Yeah. But I thought that was a great relationship, Jennifer. I think Ben Affleck is the problem. Yeah, I think so too. He's been in so many fantastic relationships and he just is on to the next one. And he just can't make any of them work. And so I just don't think that this is going to be the answer to the J- to JLo's questions. No, but as I stand on the side of JLo, I do think this is a great next step for her to move on. Like a rebound with an ex, like that's always fun after a long-term relationship. Then I think she'll... I just, I'm, I just can't get past the A-Rod of it all. I think that's where I'm stuck because I was so like getting my boating license to be the driver of their ship. Like I was so invested and I thought they were really like the best couple. So now everything else just seems trivial to me and I don't care. Yeah. I, I, I divested from A-Rod like a long time ago. So I feel prepared for the next ship that is coming in. I just, I, this ship could literally run me over and I still wouldn't see it. Yeah. No, I just like don't care. And every time they're spotted, it's like confirmation. No, no, they are together confirmed. Like we know that. No, I think it's more likely that they are like partnering on a new company or something then they maybe. are back in the sack maybe maybe like I just I don't understand how I don't understand how, who would do that I don't understand either but crazier things have happened and let me just say like if I'm so wrong which I probably am like I'm not unhappy about it no. like they're two successful attractive consenting adults consenting adults like let you know it throws it harks back nostalgia I just like if a man left me at the altar I don't know if my pride could really ever get over that. I think that would be that on that for me. For me, that would definitely be that on that. But maybe for JLo, it would be this for this on this. You know, you never know. <laughs> She's a different woman than us. Everybody's different. Yeah, but she must have a lot of pride. No, not pride. Humility to like get back. Some people would be too proud to get back with the person that left them at the altar. Yeah, but that might like relate to just feelings in general of like, you know, someone leaves you at the altar. I would imagine you're feeling insecure. Yeah. But when you're J-Lo, you probably don't ever feel insecure because you're so fucking perfect. You're incapable <laughs> of that feeling. Therefore, you just kind of skip that step. You're, right, so you just keep going. It's like, oh, that's a man I almost married. I didn't feel any sort of way. Whatever. Maybe we'll get married again. No, that's fair. I think Snitch just arrived at the house. Snitch? Go up one flight of stairs. We're just podcasting. With your suitcase. Yeah, your room is upstairs. The snitch. Your room is with me next to the kitchen. Oh, God. The snitch has arrived. Love you. Love you, you, Sandler. The snitch has arrived. The party can truly begin. The party can truly begin. We were just wasting time until the snitch arrived. (laughs) We got to get her thoughts on Benifer. I actually, Margo is Gen Z, right? Like, big time. Shh, they don't care. Yeah. Oh, you know what we need to talk about? Speaking of Gen Z. What? <laughs> this word, chuggy. Chuggy! We've recently, because we're millennials, we've only recently discovered because chuggy. Because Claudia did something chuggy and someone called her out for it, I found out what this word means. Snitch is stomping upstairs like an elephant. By the way, I got called chuggy on TikTok and I've kind of been having an identity crisis ever since. And I think that it's one that's warranted. I think you're in a transitional time in your life. But I think I don't get enough credit. For being born in 1994. Like, no, 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 but saying things like that is extremely... No, cheesy. no, no, it's not. Let me just make my no, case. No, no, no. <laughs> Let me just make my case, okay? okay? Okay, I'll hear you out. Okay, yes. Literally, I think Gen Z starts in like 1996. So I'm only two years away, but I'm actually very emotionally immature and I really spend a lot of time on TikTok. Therefore, I think I'm really like a zillennial. Okay. Maybe we should start the show every morning by saying good morning, Zillennials. The fact that we start our show, good morning, Millennials, we might as well say good morning, Chugies. We're so embarrassing. <laughs> From your fellow Chugies. No, we are so embarrassing. But the only thing about Chugie, it's not necessarily just an age. It's also the vibe of like basic Starbucks fall girl. Yes. Let me, pi- let me pu- pull up the official UrbanDictionary.com definition of Chugie because a lot of people don't even know what it is. 
Yeah. And where is Urban Dictionary? And then I think we should go through some things that you could do to be less chuggy. Because, like... Because it's really important to you to not be seen as chuggy. Okay, according to UrbanDictionary.com, chuggy is another way to describe aesthetics, people, experiences that are basic. It was coined by now 23-year-old white woman in 2013 while a student at Beverly Hills High School on whom the irony is apparently lost. Okay. According to the New York Times, chuggy is pronounced chuggy, and it can be used to broadly to just... It can be used broadly to describe someone who is out of date or trying too hard. That is me. That's literally me. That's literally you. Haven't been irrelevant since I was canceled in 2018, and I'm just, like, desperately trying to, like, be relevant and trying too hard. I think we could turn it around for you. Yeah. It's never too late. Like, I don't think I'm chuggy because I'm just, like... You're very stylish. You're actually not basic at all. I'm not so basic from an aesthetics point of view, you are not chuggy. Right. If there was like a word for millennials who who are aging too quickly, there I am. By the way, you know what? I just realized our trip. This is very chuggy of us. Like we we've literally it is right because like we've literally planned like a full blown bachelorette party when we literally don't have a bride. We're just like being chuggy like millennials all around Nashville. All around Nashville, like wearing boots and hats. Like we. Stop. Wait. Okay, stop. No, we I have think, to unchuggify this trip. Around. Here are things that we could do to, to take look away fabulous. The look fabulous. No crossbody bags. I said this a year ago. But what and about I got, the Prada ones? And I got so much heat. Don't count. That's not a no. You don't mean crossbody. You mean messenger. <laughs> I mean messenger. Jackie also, really got annihilated in the stylish jeans group. And I just want to say this is what I said. The women of Real Housewives of New York were going to a party in the Hamptons at a socialite's house. At a socialite's house, they were wearing some like nice, you know. Uh, evening wear mm-hmm. and crossbody bags. Well, just Leah. A- someone else was. She was wearing, wearing a YSL no, cross- but messenger a- bag, not crossbody. So There's other, a difference. Other women were wearing like long strap bags with their maxi yeah. dresses. That is that is a big fat no for me. Crossbody bags in general, like if you're going to the airport, if you're shopping, like those product uh, crossbodies that we love, like those are like at, you wear with athleisure. No, and you those are very, wear with a fucking dress. Those are very and stylish when, now, right? But when you do wear the Prada bag, and you're, like last night you wore a dress mm-hmm. and you unclipped your bag from the strap, and I wore it as a handbag, and you wore it as a purse, and I stand by what I said. So first of all, we need to make sure there needs to be a check out the door. No one's wearing a crossbody messenger. Okay, but you're gonna have. There's a lot of girls here. You're gonna have to check every one of them. Yeah, I will do it. We have to unchugify this trip ASAP. <laughs> We need the bags to get smaller. Yeah. We need smaller bags. And we just need like, I don't know, everyone here is actually very stylish and cool, so I'm not really worried about I it. We're not like a chuggy bunch, but I agree we could. The concept of this trip is very chuggy. Yeah, but I think we'll defy our chugginess. We have to defy the chuggy gods. <laughs> oh my God, I'm freaking but out. But you know what? I also think there's something to be said for being chuggy and proud. You know, you know sometimes like, it's just like embrace who you are. Don't be a self-hating chuggy. And if you're someone who, you know what, you are Starbucks fall, yeah. pumpkin spice latte, and like those things make you happy, embrace it. I kind of agree with that too. I don't, I think I'm a self-hating chuggy, but I don't really don't want to be a self-hating millennial because that's like who I am. You think so? Yeah. I like this word you said, zillennial. Yeah, it's, I think I'm a zillennial. Are other people saying this word? Yes. Okay, go with that. I'm going to say that. So when we say good morning, millennials, you just I say, slip in. I just slip in the Z. Slip in the Z. I think that's a good for idea. For the Gen Zers. We met some Gen Zers at dinner last night, some toasters. Some Vanderbilt young toasters. I never felt so old in my life. Oh, really? It didn't make you feel like one of the girls? Well, it did make me feel cool that, like, I, I assume they were freshmen. They looked so young. Like, mm-hmm. freshmen in college, like, listen to the toast. Like, at least we're not as irrelevant as we thought we were. Yeah, no, like. And they're cool. They went to Vanderbilt. They were wearing Mad Happy. Like. It doesn't get cooler. doesn't get cooler than that. Yeah. That was a nice, you know, feeling. Yeah. Anyways, shout out to the 
chuggies proud or ashamed. Like, yeah. It's never too late to turn things around. Shout out to the open chuggies and the closeted chuggies. Like, we are all chuggies. Yeah. We've all been chuggies, too. Yeah, I've been chuggy many times in my life. So many. And I kind of love that there's, like, a word for that aesthetic. And it's better than basic, because basic is also just, like, a word in the dictionary that's a descriptor. And it got really overplayed really fast, and there was never an actual meaning for it. Yeah, it's just, like, a vibe. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm glad. I'm happy for the chuggies. Me, too. Happy and, for us. And only if you want to be one. Yeah, that's fair. But I don't think I don't. I think in general, like you're not chuggy, but you did say something that was chuggy. No, I exhibited chuggy like qualities. You did, and you got called out. I did, and now you've learned. Yeah, and on TikTok of all places, it was so embarrassing. Yeah, I hadn't heard the word before, so that's how chuggy I am. Yeah, literally. <laughs> okay, are you ready for the new inductees into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame 2021? I mean, like a. Don't care, but sure. It's always interesting, you know, to see where we're at with the inductees of the 2021 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame class. Dave Grohl? Here's Foo Fighters, yeah. Ah! Here are the, the inductees. The Go-Go's. We love it. The Go-Go's Vacations are the girls' band? Yeah. Rock and wanted. Roll? Yeah, I guess it's just like... Music? Music. Also, this is Cleveland's claim to fame, so shout out to Cleveland. I love Cleveland. Stay perfect. Stay perfect. Stay just, like, small and peaceful. Jay-Z, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, so it's music. It's not, like, It's rock. whatever Cleveland wants it to be. Okay, yeah. I, okay, I approve of all these. Tina Turner. Of course. How was she not in it before? I know. Foo Fighters. I, I thought they would have been in it before as well. Carol King. Oh. Is that the musical? Yeah, song? beautiful. Get out off your feet. <laughs> yeah, it's that beautiful Carol King musical. My in-laws saw it and like literally plots their head off. They said it was like the best musical ever. And Todd Rundgren. Don't know him. So that's exciting. Yeah, Congratulations. I mean, looks like they're missing the singer of Toast, but. <laughs> There's always next year. There's, I, I'll get him next year. <laughs> um, That's just pretty cool. Like, what? but I wonder why. That makes some, no sense. Like, how is Tina Turner and Jay-Z in the same year, like they're literally from different generations. I don't know. That's disrespectful to Tina Turner. I agree. But she should have been in it years ago. Better late than never. So make sure to head on over to Cleveland and check out the we rock should, and roll. We should take a trip. Maybe the Hall of Fame will reach out now and maybe like put me in it. It's just like crazy how now in New York, like every day is a Cleveland day. It's not like oh, I had a Cleveland day today. It's like right. I had a Cleveland year before the pandemic. Cleveland days were. Maybe, like, once every six months. Yeah, where you just, like, were at your wit's end with the way that things go in the city. And, like, you just, everything went wrong for you. And for you those like, who don't know, I encourage you to go find the episode where Jackie first discovered a Cleveland day when she smacked. She literally almost took down a CVS self-checkout machine because she was just having one of those days. And those days really make you think, like, why do I live in New York? I could be living in Cleveland. Yeah, Cleveland sounds great right now. So a Cleveland day is just, like, when you can't with your city, specifically New York. But wherever you live works, too. Wherever you live works, too. But I just imagine you would have left stays because nothing's as torturous as new york yeah no like i don't think those days exist anywhere else but new york no are you ready for our fifth and final story the little oil and gas news brought to you by hair food yes thank god hair food offers simple superfood inspired products that will make your hair look and feel amazing whatever hair texture or hair type you have hair food has a recipe for you in addition to their beloved nourishing coconut milk and chai spice collection you have to try some of their new recipes the first is the apple cider vinegar hair rinse which is perfect for days when your hair needs a little gentle cleanse before conditioning no shampoo is needed also their turmeric and almond oil detangling milk you guys the tingler is not just for children adults honestly need it more than children and this one smells so good and it takes care of the most stubborn knots and it can reduce frizz which is always helpful if you got jewish hair the shea butter and pear color repair concentrate makes overprocessed hair look and look 
and feel vibrant and healthy. And they all smell so, so, so good. Every hair, pro hair food product is free of sulfates, parabens, dyes, minerals, oils, and they're certified by PETA as cruelty-free. So if you're looking for nourished, healthy hair, it's got to be hair food. Look for it at Amazon, Walmart, and Target. That's hair food. Make sure to check out the detangling milk. That is my favorite product. Love it. Okay. We need to talk about our fifth and final story, prop, like the real news that we actually that's actually affecting people's lives. It's really affecting us. The Colonial Pipeline was hacked last weekend, and it has been down, but today, on Wednesday, around 5 p.m. Eastern time, it is now back up and restarted, but still there is going to be delays. So the Colonial Pipeline has restarted after the hack, but the supply chain won't return to normal. Let's start from the beginning. For a few days. What's the Colonial Pipeline, Jess? The Colonial Pipeline is a pipeline that goes from Houston. And that's a pipe that is in the ground. Yes. Okay. That goes from Houston to New Jersey. It's 5,500 miles of pipe, of some good pipe. <laughs> You're laying the pipe, yeah. That um, supplies oil, gas, fuel to major states, cities, airports. And that's like the oil for gas stations and planes and fuel. Yes, okay. exactly. And it supplies around half of the East Coast's fuel. Damn. So it was hacked. On, and let's talk about that. And it was been offline since Friday after the company fell victim. It's a digital pipe? I don't understand that. How do you hack a pipe? Unless they mean hack in a physical sense with an axe. They, no, they hacked in a... Um, digital. In a digital sense. They were wanted ransom. They wanted like cryptocurrency, $5 million. The, Did they want Doge? Was it me? Did I hack the Colonial Pipeline? <laughs> Looking for Doge. <laughs> um, and they wouldn't pay the ransom. They finally got their got it back they like are they decided to instead of getting the hacking back like to get it back manually mm -hmm. so that's why it's taken so long um yeah i don't understand how a pipe gets hacked yeah that's where i'm like i just i can't get past the rest of the story because like i i refuse to understand how a pipe is digital a pipe is a physical thing like it makes no fucking sense yeah so all week i was seeing stuff of like and you're like, telling me wait sorry like we are technologically advanced enough to have a digital pipe but like the subway never works. Make it make sense. No, I, I, I can't. I, I can't. I, I truly can't. I won't. How about I tried, that? I've tried to understand and I found out about this because of the 30 minutes I spent waiting for Elon Musk on SNL. Oh. <laughs> um, and I was watching the local news and I, like I, the pipeline had happened the day before. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like hopefully they right. get it together. Um, but then all week I was seeing like in Florida, Atlanta, Georgia. They ran out they of. They ran out of gas. Like crazy lines at the gas station. People showing up. With plastic bags to fill to bring gas That's home. That's terrible. There was like major percentages of gas stations in so many states that were just no more gas. And Tennessee is included. So we were like, we were like, can we get an Uber from the airport? And also before we left, the Colonial Pipeline supplies the gas and fuel for the airport right. here in Nashville. So I was like, are we going to be able to get home? Right. No. And this is why you have a Tesla. This is why you have a Tesla. We need Tesla planes. Yeah. Soon. But anyway, so every time we, we got an Uber at the airport and I was like, what do you think about what's going on? And he was like, well, look at the gas stations. Like, they're totally closed. We were driving by. They were either completely closed or lines down the block. Right. And so he was like, I have a full take now. I was like, so what are you going to do when it's done? He's like, go home. He's like, no more Uber he for was three like, days. He's like, there's going to be no more Uber in three or four days. And so we we're like, oh, shit. Okay, thanks. Um, that's literally the duration of our stay. But then a few hours later, our other Uber driver, who seemed to be a little more informed on the situation. And optimistic. We were like, are you worried? He's like, no, they're already working on the plant. Like, it's going to be fine. Yeah. And also, as of 5 p.m. yesterday, so right around the time we were having these conversations, they got things restarted. Okay. It's going to take some time to get it back up to speed. But what a crazy thing to just, like 
have no oil or gas for a week. No, it's literal like horse times. No. Paul Revere. Paul Revere. We read this book for the Redheads, The Four Winds, about the Great Depression. And it was in an era where people had cars, but they couldn't afford to put the gas in their cars. So they had to go back to To riding horses horses as transport. That's so twisted. Isn't it so crazy to have a car in your garage, but you have to get around by horse? No, that's like literally having a car in your garage and now having to use a bike because like there's no oil. We should get some bikes for the weekend. Yeah. So crazy. Also, you could get a self-driving horse, but that's just a horse. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. The options are very limited. (laughs) Well, I'm glad that this is getting resolved, but, like, it's very rare, like, national news is, like, about you, you know? Like, not to make it about me, but, like, this is affecting me. No, and it it felt like when we were in New York, like, nobody gave a shred of a shit. No. And now that, like, we came to Nashville, it's like, wait, this is what's going on? It's a huge issue. More people should be talking about it. More people should be talking about it. Not to get out of my soapbox, but, like, where is the coverage? I feel like we're field reporters. Like, we came down here to find out what's going on. Now, this might be a loaded question, but, like, who is the hacker? Unclear. Got it. Unclear. Okay. Yeah. So... That's that. On I that. feel like it's one of those Disney Channel spy movies where, like, they're in the back of a van and they're like, I need you to get into the system. Like, beep up, boodoo. We're in. That's literally how it happened. Yeah. <laughs> beep up, boodoo. Papi, booty. Tita, doodoo. Ugh, do. Do. Well, those were the Fast Five stories. I feel as though you actually really did need to know them. We covered the oil and gas news, the Benefer news. Like, that is a well-rounded podcast. And that's the news you can only get here at The Morning Toast. It's so true. And also, if you are one of our East Coast toasters whose town, city, state has been very affected by the gas shortages, like, we're thinking of you. We, we really, really are. are. Without further ado i think that's that on that yeah thank you guys so much for listening to the morning toast the millennial morning show where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every monday through friday on youtube so if you're watching this on youtube please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up we're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found so that's spotify itunes stitcher public radio i radio cast box all the places where we listen to podcasts find us the morning toast leave a five-star review about how beautiful setting and smart we are we're about to go get on a pontoon so we gotta go but we hope you guys have a great day and we'll see you on monday in studio and if you want to see what we're up to this weekend like feel the steamy vibes and the chuggy vibes head over to our instagram pages you can follow me at jackie ashray i think i'm going to be placing a premium on premium content this weekend i don't know about you claude i love that for you so not for you no but like i'll let you have your thing like that's your thing versus mine you know oh that's like so sweet yeah i'm a nice person (laughs) okay well we'll see you on monday have a great safe weekend goodbye 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 bye